I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. Today's show is brought to you by Renault, official car partner of the GAA. With a proud tradition in Ireland, Renault are committed to supporting those who give everything to the game on and off the field and after another hard-fought road to croker they understand as well as yourselves how important it is to enjoy the journey that passion for what drives you extends to the time you spend on the road and with that in mind head to reno.ie for access to special motoring offers exclusive to ga members Grain, all right. A, a, a grain, all right. If want to tip the scale, just remember that then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. What were you doing this time last year, Kyle? Thursday. Looking forward to another final. I was actually down in Mallow, would you believe? I was working actually. I was out of Limerick for the week. For the last two weeks, so it working. would have been. A, yeah, I'm well, trying to look look you were busy in Martinstown, uh, <laughs> feeding the fish or something like that. Tell the truth. <laughs> no, I was down in Mella. It's down with a cable company, but like these ne- or the last few weeks and this week alone, like it's it's probably the winning of the game, really. To be honest, you know yourself, like you don't want to be exhausted before Sunday comes, having it taught up and everything. Like so, I think that is important. To be honest, just as you touching it there, like you know. It's, like they all have seen all know they'll have their side coaches telling them what to do and but I think that's another little additive for the week as well, like, you know, and I think it's a, it's a small thing, but it is a big thing in the scheme of yeah, things. Your, like your diary last year after the final was was mm. great reading, like your your old haircut there on the Saturday and things yeah. like that. It doesn't affect me and Derek now. <laughs> we, we can do it ourselves. So, or someone in the house. Matry, Matry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the odd trees there when you say go in there. And, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, and it was. I just thought it was great. I, I think you said you went for a feed of bacon and cabbage, did you, the day before? Yeah, I did. Yeah, my uh, sister and I cooked for me for so like I did. They're just like these are routine things that you do as well, like you know, and it doesn't mean since it's an Ireland final you have to change, like you know. It's important to stick to routine. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Refreshing your mind there as well. Is any anything funny that happened to 17 that you would say out of the kind of ordinary or you know, this kind of you know, GD back? I didn't see that coming, whether it would be some lunatic turned up at the press night or anything like that. Oh, I, I think I said it yesterday for wanting to repeat myself, but I, I was. I watched up for the match on the Saturday night. It was allowed myself watching. I was kind of saying to myself, Jeez, I shouldn't be watching this. And then, of course, they had a bloody... You still have to watch Christy Heffern and Joe Hayes. Like. <laughs> no, I, you know, I almost kind of said it. I'm weakening my mind mentally you now by watching this, you know. And um, then they finished off with a bloody... Uh, 
a skit on the sweepers with fellas hitting balls from one, one to each other with brushes. I said, Jesus, we're all, we're all over the place now here. I'm really, you know, anyway. You know, but, um, and then I, I said it last night that I got a, a text from my mate in Tyrone with, with an article, you know, have you seen, did you see, hey, I hope you didn't see what Babs wrote today, you know what I mean? And I was saying, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, wasn't, I was staying away from everything and now one of my best mates is texting me to tell me, like, and he, then he sent me the picture of the article, you know, which Good was man, kind of, yeah, yeah. I said thanks a million. Just the way about to get a, get a night's sleep before it. You know? So I just remember that, you know. And but you, you look, you're largely positive going into the final. But I, I said it again yesterday. It was in retrospect, you look back at it and you say to your kind of self, where you where you kind of living in the Jesus great to be here moment, you know, and which is what Limerick didn't do last year, you know. And I think there's an element to that when you come from a, a county that that um, hasn't quite make the, made the breakthrough, if you like. There's a kind of an element that you have to avoid. And, you know, if I had had my time over, I'd, you know, you'd approach that differently. Yeah, I suppose uh, where I would see where you're, you know, what you're talking about in some teams, it was different for us because you had won a few monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, we had no monster won. Mm-hmm. And that was the big monkey off our back. And, like, I talk about a relaxed bunch of fellas heading up to the final. And... and the county awash with colour like but the, we were taking it on Sean McMahon told me he drove down the night before with his mother because she wanted to see the colour in Carcastle she heard that was the maddest place with bunting and flags and she said come on I'll drive she said sit in and they went in and like that time we used to actually we used to go to bed we'd fly up and go to bed in the morning like an Ollie Baker who went to bed at about half seven and I would literally have to shake him at about 11 o'clock to say come on get up we're going for a gallop and like he could he'd like I'd be picking out maybe a lucky 15 for the day <laughs> just, just to touch on that like yeah. uh, Sean Finn is the exact same on, on our team as well like you know like through marshes now they could sleep on a rock too but on game they're a bit different like Sean we had to book a, a hotel room and all for him last year like he went up had a nap there for an hour or so before the match like and go up and wake him and he comes down in and he's just switched like that then soon as the earphones gone in he's a different animal like you know you can barely talk to him then inside when you get into the dressing room like but it's just funny as you say it like but there's fellas like that in most teams like in a like, smack like Baker used to say close the curtains turn off the television and shut up <laughs> <laughs> thanks mate I said thanks <laughs> so it's, it's guess it's some of the guys you know you, you even in the in the dressing room like I've, I've often said the Sparrow you know he was a great forward in our time and like you, you, you put in, lock him into the cubicle in the toilet while the warm up was going on because you'd be all roaring and getting psyched and look, Nana be driving it and it would be doing him no good. And he he often said to me afterwards that that kind of thirty five minutes outside in the field was lovely because he could forget about all the rubbish in the dressing room. He said and, and focus his mind. Yeah, just look at it last year. Kyle just mentioned Sean Finn and, and Keen Lynch in the in the team photograph. It's the start of the Sunday game. The two of them bursting laughing like it's just f- fantastic to, for to see that if you can get. If you can create that environment where players are, are relaxed, yeah. you will get them to perform because the worst thing of all, we all know, is when you're tense and you're tight, you know, you've, you, you won't be able to perform to the level that you can do. And to see those two guys, like they, they, they're laughing and joking in, you know, what's that, 15, 20 minutes before an all-earned final? You, you knew then that Limerick were in a good place, that they were good and relaxed. How many finals were you involved in, Joe? Six, six, six finals. finals. But yeah. You used to always go up and stay in the Burlington. I yeah, used be, yeah. I used to go like that. The cock are staying in, in the, the Burlington. Burlington yeah, like yeah. where the hunt for tickets, where everything seemed to happen at that time. Yeah, I well, I think at that stage, Dale, you, you know, you know what's going on. When you get used to it, you know what to expect and you know what's up there and you'll be able to, 
you know, it's you can handle. You know, once you know what's there, you say right, these are the do's and these are the don'ts. So uh, things that you things you get used to doing, like you know, what I mean, there used to be mayhem in the hotel on the Saturday night. Um, we used to get out of the hotel. We we used, we used to go for a walk, and uh, we might even call it's into a, a little call into a local hostelry. You know, it was, I suppose as well known at that stage. We used to go for one or two. You know, and then you, yeah. I used to use it as a sleeping tablet because then you just. But once you can discipline it to two, and then you didn't go anymore, and then you walk back in in around the back door, avoid the reception area, avoid the mayhem, up to your room, and you slept like a baby, you know what I mean? That was, that was the plan, you know what I mean? So you got used to it, you know, you knew the crowd was going to be there, there's no point being down in the middle of it, so, you know, if you can just walk around it, just get the level and, of expectation. like that now, six on Ireland's like, you know, I, I think I was involved, would have been lucky enough to just to play in the two, thank God they went well, and was involved, involved with Kyle in, in a minor one, they were the only three that was involved in that. That went fairly well, compared to the Munster final, but still, you know, I still it's, it's a massive chance, isn't it, when you get to that last, the last hurdle at Cheltenham. A hundred percent, like it's. But now, to be to be honest, now when, when my thinking now, I'd say it'll be worse to lose in the semi final than the final, like you know, because like just for our own personal experience, like these last three weeks have been absolute hell for us, like all of us, because we know we could have had an extra three weeks with each other. Train and John, it is very enjoyable to build up to the whole. Our learning is very enjoyable, and at least you have another crack anyway. Like, you know, and when you're in the final, and you have that three weeks, and it, it just all, it all gels you more together as I well, like, you know, and yeah, you have an opportunity then as I well, like, you know. Yeah, there's no doubt that you did seem to take it in your stride, like, and that, that was the beauty of it in, in, in an awful lot of ways. And as I said, like, as well as for us, like, once we won Munster. I didn't wasn't sure we'd have a team for the semi final. We'd be celebrating that much, you know. But just the fairness to the genius that Sherlock Nam was, uh, the way to turn it around. But one of the funniest things I can I can remember from that was being relaxed. The parade was over, and we generally got into a huddle for the national anthem. I think the Clare footballers had started doing it a few years previous, and it seemed to be working for them for a while. While we were really uh, absolutely nowhere in the hurling world, and uh, one of my best friends, be Fergie too, he team club mate and we same age and everything party cup and all together and uh, he's in the huddle anyway and I'd gone up for the toss obviously with Hubert Rigney and um, we were facing into the Hill 16 end all in together nice and tight and the national anthem was just about there was a couple of words being said Shasagi Gareva or, or Ron Levine or whatever and Tui knew I was behind him somewhere anyway and he says Dela what way are we playing and I said, uh, well, that's Brian Wheelahan over there and the right. That's Hubert Rigney there and you're marking Kevin Martin over there. I says, so this is just, and, and the amount of people I tell you, in, the, in the following couple of days saying, what were you roaring laughing at before the national anthem? And you know, the, the grand, he went off and scored four points in play in a, in a very low scoring final, a 113 winning score. Like he gets four from play. It's amazing. You need those characters as well. Though, like, and every team needs it. We're lucky we have. Keen that character, you know, he's joke joker and he, he always saying go out and enjoy your hurling and all that like and just say if you are a bit tense like he'll even notice that like you know and he come over and he might try and make you laugh or so like and it's them small things there as well like but like you need them characters in your team like and Fergus I've seen that in your team like you know. That's it. And um, what would then have been like before the game? I often wondered as a mentor. Because we used to have great crack on the field, Derek. As you, as you, yeah, I know what I'm saying. But it was all, it was all, I have to say, Dan and myself was all fairly good-natured. Like, you know, uh, we had a couple of spats on the sideline, all right, yeah. I have to say. But uh, on the field, he, he was always seemed to be relaxed and enjoying yeah, himself. Very, yeah. He was younger, of course. Yeah, time. he took everything in his stride. You know, I suppose that when, when you've won a hurler of the year, and when you're as affable as he is, 
And I'd say when you look at Danny, obviously the, the persona is, you know, the hat turned backwards, the tattoos on the arm, you kind of say, this fella, you know, if you didn't know him, you might say this fella's kind of off the wall or he's extrovert, if you like. And he's actually a very kind of, you know, amenable. He's, he's a different personality than people think. He's very softly spoken when he speaks to the boys, even on the Friday night. We always used to leave him speak on the Friday night and he'd talk about the importance of family to him. You know, all the things that were kind of hit core points with, with different fellas and um, yeah on the day of the match then he you know I remember he used to always say to me he, he'd put up the kind of snood I think he was watching watching too much television over the years where he felt that you know he was covering the hands you know that's what you see now people putting the hands up to the mouth and say we'll bring on the beast he'd say we'll bring on the beast <laughs> he was talking about Tom Devine I was going to say Tom, Tom Devine anyway, definitely. we'll bring on the beast will we we'll bring on the beast it's a time for the beast you know and you just have to be there to realise how funny it was at the time because I was just looking at me the sweat would be coming out of my head thinking how are we going to claw this back this lead and Dan had turned to me and said time for the beast Is it? you know and just look but he had a brilliant way with him in, ter- in terms of he had a unique ability kind of to argue with a referee and linesman but still remain on side with him you know uh, which is kind of a, a skill in itself that he kind of you know, he'd, he'd admonish a referee or a, or a forward official, but yet they'd nearly be kind of giving him a love as, they, as, as yeah, he did yeah. it, you know what I mean? Which is kind of a clever enough kind of um, innate ability to be able to do it. But yeah, look, he was a brilliant communicator with the lads. And I think um, the fact that I hadn't a, a huge, hugely stellar kind of inter-county career, he kind of offered a perfect balance in terms of having been through it all, you know, as a, as a player, if you like so. But uh, very, very affable and very kind of, um, you know, the players loved him, I have to say. Could we see that dream team together again next year? I, 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 there's a possibility you might see Dan involved I, I'd say in some capacity just from the speculation if you like uh, that's around water but uh, myself I, I, I'll, I'll repeat what I said in the last few days and that just haven't really thought about it I was away on holidays I had enough to think about the two weeks away on holidays and uh, you know I got got the text on, on the Thursday away on holidays the poor I stepped down and and I think if if I'm as muddled as I am on it you know you'd be leaning towards not having a go at it you know last time I went for it I was completely clear that I wanted the job and I was going to have a cut at it and everything everything I had in me in me in my own capacity was going to go into it. So I, I, I'm not ruling it completely out, but I'm I'm basically saying at, at the minute I'm saying there's plenty of people there that are that that, that want to go at it. You know. Okay, okay. I won't ask you about Cockchair, will I? <laughs> <laughs> but I will ask you about you must like six All Ireland finals. You must have had some character. Like I know a lot of them. Yeah, you know a lot you know, of them. Yeah, from yeah, the years yeah, and great. Yeah. Like obviously, there's a unique sense of Cork humour as well. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, the fantastic fellas. You know, I would have worked with Mull, obviously yeah. the bank and that kind of thing, and yeah. would have met him over the years. Are great, yeah. great characters. Yeah, Kevin Hennessy was probably the, the the main ball hopper in our time. Like in over the years, Shawnee McGrath, you know well. Yeah. Trying, trying to chase him up and down the pitch at different times. Shawnee was very witty like some fellas who are very very fast to be able to come back with the one-liners like Dr. Khan you know there's been history like the history of his involvement with, with, with both hurling and football to be able to cross the divide seamlessly you know and it, it showed last year with the you know I suppose with, with the uh, huge crowd that turned out for his testimony last year in City Hall nearly a thousand people phenomenal but again there's, there's a gift in that too to be able to you know when you're, when you're able to tell a story tell it at the right time you know that there's a time to there's a time to do it and time not to do it and uh, but Kevin and himself Kevin were, they were sponsored off each other quite a lot like and should they'd have the they'd have the dressing room in, in convulsions and it's that relaxation that we speak about that to have those guys is absolutely crucial like, was there a famous Kevin one I've heard it told I, I presume our listeners yeah. wouldn't mind here I think it was at 86 yeah uh, that was that was the time of the cannon was uh, was, uh, was was in charge at that time and Kevin was uh, was in his prime and uh, you know he'd have you uh, all the weekend he'd be he'd be he'd be telling stories 
like you know what I mean having to go off you having to pop off you and you don't come back at him because if you come back at him he'll come back to you with a, with a better one liner so take the punishment and, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 yeah. and don't go back at him like you know but uh, one of the, the all Ireland final we were we played very poorly in the first half and uh, I, I think Cannon came in at half time and uh, he sat us all down and he said there's only three players playing out there three players played in the first half and he kind of moved on and it kind of the speeches and the rah-rah, and then we kind of turned to go to the pitch. And next thing, as we walked out the door, Kevin turned around and said to the cannon, and said, Cannon, who are the other two? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and hence he hadn't poked the ball in the first half. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> but a great form of attack, you yeah. know what I mean? So they're, you know, they're great stories. And, you know, like, you know Dr. Conn and, and, and as say, Shawnee and, and Kevin mulled the whole act. Great, great, yeah, great, great memories. And an, an unbelievable... Um, sense of confidence as well of course like to be able to say that another lad that, as you said wouldn't have had played well in the first half even if he was a big name now Kevin was a big name yeah, of course yeah. a huge name but he wouldn't open his mouth at half time I'm not doing it I don't deserve to talk that didn't bother Kevin not a bit in the world like, you know what I mean <laughs> and that was the banter that was there I should have, like, it, the whole, it, it broke the it broke the tension in the dressing room yeah. you know what I mean and that's cute to go out in the second half then you know you're going out Back to that scenario. And now, maybe in Kilkenny, we don't see it. You know, you'd wonder going into next Sunday, who are the, the jokers in the pack in Kilkenny and tip dressing rooms. You'd love to know what's going on there as well. Like, you know what I mean? So, again, I would have got to know David Herity over the last number of years. Like, and again, great character and f- tell you great stories from their point of view as well. So, it's, it's, it's going on in all dressing rooms. Yeah, it's one of the guest things that, you know, while I was with Dublin, obviously, and even Claire. Brian, Brian Cody was a constant, <laughs> has been for most people's lives. They've done a bit in the sideline, and I would have thought they don't have any crack. Or and it's only since you got to know the boys through the media work with Jackie and Eddie and that, that like, and you meet a few more of them, and they're good crack. I went on a trip up up north with uh, Wally Walsh and Richie Hogan and Colin Finley, and the left, and we were up in Belly Cran, and what a weekend. John Malam was with us, of course, just to make sure the crack would be good. <laughs> With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 